I was uh, dating the woman who was to become my wife, and I was cheap. My motto was, do not spend a lot of money on a woman until you're engaged. There's some wisdom to this, and you can ask her, I lived up to it. I love you, honey. So we were going out to the dollar movie, literally $1 per ticket. And it was uh, Disney's animated The Beauty and the Beast. Now, in our relationship, we were in the crush stage where we really liked each other and we liked being together. And and when we were apart, we kept thinking about each other. Oh, so exciting to go on this date. And uh, so we went to see this movie. Uh, it It was fun. It was silly. It was entertaining. But that didn't matter because I was with my woman. (laughs) So we're watching this movie. And then all of a sudden, at the end, the beast, he got it. He got what love was. And love was not mere sentimentality. Actually, the love depicted in the movie was biblical love. And it was kind of weird. The silly movie for me all of a sudden became deep and profound because its roots were actually in God's Word. And uh, so with that introduction, I'd like to look at what is it that God's Word says about love. And uh, there's a lot God's Word says, but I've uh, just picked for the passage John chapter 15, uh, verses 9 to 13. Jesus is speaking with his disciples, uh, nearing the time of his arrest and crucifixion. And he says, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. The word of the Lord. So according to the Bible, what is love? Simply put here, it's two things. The first thing has to do with God's commands. And in the text, there's a progression. The progression is this. God loves, and so we in response are to love God. And how do we love God? We simply obey his commands. And that is walking in love. God's commands are loving, and we love God by obeying his loving commands. And there are many benefits to obeying God's commands commands, and in this passage, one that is particularly highlighted is joy. There is joy as a result of loving God by obeying his commands. Secondly, love is sacrifice. Love is sacrifice. This simply is the call to follow Jesus' example. And so we come to this famous sentence of Jesus Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life 
for one's friends. This is to put the other's interests before yours. This is the biblical call to love, of following God's commands and following Jesus' example of love and sacrifice. So how does this work out in life? Well, in the church, of course, we are to obey God's commands. But even more than that, as a church, as a community, we are called to be deeply concerned about the welfare of one another, to seek how can we serve those in the community of the saints. And when we serve one another and put others' interests before ourselves, we are truly loving them. How else does this work out? Well, I, I, I think about marriage. And marriage to love, well, for starters, is, is to follow God's design for marriage. And then within that marriage covenant, there ought to be true love. This is an important point to make in our society today because very often love is reduced to how I feel. Am I personally being fulfilled? And if I'm not, I'm out. Now, don't get me wrong. Romance is nice, okay? Having a, being fulfilled, this is, this is a good thing. However, it is not the foundation of what love is. Love is, is living for the other that is an unconditional commitment in marriage. And this is love that reflects Jesus Christ. And then I think about our, our country, of course, with Memorial Day. And uh, how does this passage work out when we look at the, the bigger country, uh, the bigger picture, I mean, of, of the United States of America? I just have two, two uh, thoughts on this. Uh, when we think about God's commands... Uh, for much of America's history, there has been a critical, shall we say, core of people that have accepted God's absolute commands, that there is a moral standard outside of us. And as we know, in our country today, there is an increasing percentage of people that reject the idea that there is a moral standard and morals are simply based on what I feel, what I think, what you feel, what you think. And this is not good for the cohesion of our nation. God's commands are important, not just for the church, not just for marriage, not just for individual relationships, but also for a nation. Now, of course, there are many good things about, a, um, about America as well. And uh, I was thinking about how so many people still answer the call to preserve our freedom by joining the armed forces. I was reading a student's uh, paper uh, just the other day, and he expressed in this paper his deep desire to serve his country in the armed forces. And when you think about it, serving in the armed forces, it, it doesn't feel good. It's not sentimental, but it taps in to what true love is. True love is sacrifice, is potentially laying down your life for another. And that's what people do in the armed forces. As we consider 
the biblical call to love with God's commands and sacrifice, uh, what should our response be? And uh, I just, I, I have two things here. Uh, first of all, when we think about our country, uh, we should remember. And that's kind of what Memorial Day is, is all about. It is remembering. When I was here last year, I shared with you that I tell my students uh, every year on the Friday before Memorial Day something that I remember about one of my family members who, who gave his life for our country. It is good to remember. <laughs> Interestingly, uh, there is a national organization that their goal is to help people remember. And the organization is called No Greater Love. No Greater Love. Obviously a cue taken from John 15. It's not a Christian organization, but it has a biblical reference. Uh, if you're interested, the website is NGL, No Greater Love, NGL.org. And they seek to help people to remember. And they also minister to families who have lost loved ones in the armed forces to tell them, we will not forget the sacrifice. We will help you remember. We will remind other people so that together we can remember with you and honor the sacrifice of your loved one. So remembering. And then, finally, of course, we must look to Jesus. Ultimately, I believe all sacrifice points to the greatest sacrifice, points to the hinge point of human history, the incarnation of Jesus Christ, his death, his resurrection, and his ascension. What love poured out upon us. And so as, as we remember human sacrifice, this points us to a bigger sacrifice, and we are called to look to Jesus. And so I leave you this evening with, with these two questions in light of John chapter 15. How is God calling me to sacrifice for others? And how will I love?